0: Welcome to episode four, it's the Edge of Speakeasy podcast, and this week's episode is entitled, How do you stay ahead of the students? We'll get into that, step inside. Welcome to episode four of the Edge of Speakeasy podcast. My name is Sean Harrell. I teach digital media technology, and we're going to talk about the question that will sometimes arise, especially in my case as a teacher of technology. But the question is, how do you stay ahead of the students? Well, I'm very fortunate in that I get to teach an exciting and cutting edge, maybe is the right word for it, type of topic. I'm teaching audio video production. Of course, it's ever changing. If I look back at the way things were last year, and even the year before, and back five years and 10 years, things have made significant changes in that amount of time. So naturally, I'm lucky to be teaching in this realm of ever changing topics, let's call it that. And sometimes the question arises, and it's usually from a well-meaning person. The question is, how do you stay ahead of the students? Not unlike last week's episode, which is, I don't know how you do it. This is kind of a variation on that. How do you stay ahead of the students? Well, I'm actually counting down the days or the years and the months until I can legitimately look at the juniors and seniors that come into my class and I can say, you know what, I've been teaching this longer than you've been alive. Now, I've been getting really close to that point right now, teaching digital media for 14 years, but that's not even the point of it. Yes, I've been teaching it almost as long as they've been alive, but that doesn't help me out very much. Because the information is always changing and the topics are changing. And the materials are changing. But I do have a bit of an advantage of having, oh, I'd say lived a life beyond 40 years. And put that together with the fact that I've been teaching it almost as long as they've been alive. And that's how I stay ahead of the students. But I'm here to say that that's not even important, that that's not even what it's about, that staying ahead of the students is not anything exciting or it's not something noteworthy. I think it's more important that we inspire students and that we show students that we don't have to be ahead of them. We don't have to be next to them. Maybe on certain things we're behind them. We are looking to students to uh, shape some of our instructional ideas. I think some of the best learning takes place when there is an equal relationship between students and teachers in the materials at hand. In a later episode of this podcast, I will get into some of that in detail, but recently I was able to bring in some new equipment, a new mindset, a new topic, a new unit of instruction, if we want to call it that. And I said right out front, okay, students, this is how this is going to take place. I could be ahead of you by a couple of weeks and I could spell out all the answers or we could flip it around and we can make this learning experience represent what it might look like if you were in a professional workplace. You get hired and then someone says to you, you know what? We need to branch into this realm. We need to learn to start doing this. We need to explore this realm of media technology and my students need to learn how to twist and they need to learn how to pivot. They need to learn how to get into a new topic. So when people ask me, how do you stay ahead of the students? Well, I have been doing it for a while. So I have that going for me. Um, number two, they're actually really very smart at touch screen devices and phones and social media a lot of times maybe not as savvy with computers and QWERTY keyboards and one of the stories I like to tell and it's been a few years so I don't think anyone will feel like I'm calling them out particularly but one of the stories I like to tell that sort of lets you understand the way students utilize technology is I have some shortcuts that I like to teach keyboard shortcuts and one of them is shift Z. And if you can think in your head what shift Z would feel like, it's going to take you maybe two fingers because shift and Z are right next to each other on the keyboard. So when I tried to teach this keyboard shortcut to someone, they took their pointer finger on their left hand and their pointer finger on their right hand and proceeded to hit the Z and then the shift on the opposite side of the keyboard with their opposite hand so in a lot of ways that's kind of a snapshot of the generation of current students that we're dealing with many students are not doing things like that but several of them are because they're used to using their thumbs or they're used to using a touch screen device so sometimes i mention that but overall i'm here to say it's not that important that you stay ahead of the student because guess what staying ahead of the students not that impressive I'm not that smart, they're not that smart, nobody's that smart when it comes to this stuff. We're just trying to figure this out. So I'm trying to bring some engaging learning opportunities where the student may even feel like, hey, I'm learning something and I'm not being spoon-fed that information. I'm hopefully giving them a framework, guidelines, parameters, but I'm not worried about being ahead of them and I'm not worried about letting them know that I don't know the answers. So that is this week's episode of the Edgy Speak Easy podcast. I'll be back again next week when I'll be talking about LMS learning management systems. Now that'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be as much fun as it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. You can trust me on that. Thanks for stopping by. See you again next week. Mm-hmm.